we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for January 4th, 2021. Uh, today, we're going to be kind of veering off into some different subjects initially regarding this UFO 180-day uh, countdown regarding governmental UFO disclosure. Uh, before we get into that, we want to get into the warfare prayers that we're alternating pretty much from, from here on out. I mean, from whenever I started them, I, I think it's just a good idea to rotate these warfare prayers. Uh, kind of keeps our eyes on really what's important, which is the spiritual warfare battle that we're really engaged in as Christians, that the Bible talks a lot, a lot about, um, and, um, as I've said in the past, it's always good to make sure you're just right with the Lord. You've done some type of uh, prayer, like the Lord's Prayer. Um, put on the full armor of God. Pray something like Psalm 64, because these do tend to make you a target for the enemy. I'm not saying that's the only thing that makes you right with God. I'm just saying those are some preliminary things to do. And um, there's a lot of things that can hinder prayer. And I've done several teachings on prayer that if you just key in, prayer or answered prayer in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com we get into all that in detail because that's a that's a whole multi-part dedicated study so i'll go ahead and open us up here this is the 2020 actually i should say it's the 2021 <laughs> i don't I, I i kind of um i got this from a a source and um this is going to be applicable obviously to wh whatever year that you're in but I'll just say it's the 2021 Strategic Warfare Prayer. So we'll go ahead and open us up here. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we nullify, dismantle, cancel, and forcefully oppose all satanic operations, maneuvers, manipulations, subversions, strategies, tactics, plots, plans, and ploys, which are designed to hinder, prevent, frustrate, foil, deny, or delay God's original plans and purposes from their quick, swift, and speedy manifestation taking place in the correct time and season. According to Daniel 7.25, we rebuke and dismantle all satanic alliances and confederations. Let every covert and clandestine effort and endeavor fail. Um, let every evil covert and clandestine effort and endeavor fail. Cause the news media to be caught in their own lying and manipulation so that only the truth is manifested. We decree that every satanic strategy of inhibition, prohibition, and limitation placed upon the body of Christ by the dark side shall not prevail. We declare all invisible and visible walls of opposition, restriction, and delay will be exposed and destroyed. O oh God, confound the devices and evil plans of the enemy that they have crafted so that their hands are not able to perform their enterprise. Save those that can be saved, O oh Lord, but those that cannot be saved, overtake them in their own crafty and devious ways. Let them fall into their own pits that they have dug for the righteous. Let the fire of God devour them. Let them turn on and consume one another and have them in total confusion and derision. We loose the hosts of heaven to war against the hosts of darkness and bring an end to all the deceptive, secretive, and destructive measures designed to destroy all of God's creation and defile the world. For this reason was the Son of God made manifest that he would destroy the works of the enemy. Uh, we overrule all strategies, tactics, and curses of the enemy by the power of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and his shed blood. We overthrow overspoken words, enchantments, divinations, hexes, vexes, spells, 
curses, witchcraft plan, prayers, and every idle word spoken contrary to God's original plan and purposes according to Isaiah 54, 17. We reverse the curses associated with all these ceremonies, rituals, utterances, and plans to bring about the chaotic, bloody revolution in America to usher in martial law in the New World Order. We decree and declare that their plan shall be uncovered and shall not prevail. And their plans shall be frustrated and unable to achieve any impact. And their threatenings and violent verbal dealings are returned to them 100-fold. Father, we humbly ask you to reveal their every hidden agenda, plan, and cover-up in the secret shadow government regarding your attempts to manipulate regarding their attempts to manipulate end-time events, leading to the destruction of your righteous seed. Send divine and powerful angelic forces against their diabolical plans to frustrate and expose them so that they will be dismantled. Dispatch legions of warring angels and any other kinds of angels that are necessary to enforce your perfect will on the United States of America and on all the earth. Release your divine strategies and revelations upon your righteous, any righteous person in government worldwide, Fill them with your Holy Spirit. Cause your divine wisdom to come upon them. Cause them to be a holy trumpet, shedding light upon the dark, hidden secrets of the wicked. Send a spirit of confusion amongst the camp of the enemy. Let their tongues be divided, and when they communicate, let it be incoherent and misunderstood. Arrest those that operate in the spirit of Jezebel or Belial and all other wicked spirits and cause them to be caught in their own lies and conspiracies. Let them not be able to resist the spirit of truth or gain any ground in the natural or spiritual realm. Cause every spirit that is released from their diabolical assignment to be cast into the abyss until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire and that none would be able to come to take their place. Please cause these prayers and all future prayers to take on the divine characteristics of divine projectiles in the spirit realm so that they hit the bullseye. Let the laws that govern this prayer and all spiritual warfare strategies and tactics be binding by the word, the blood, and by the Holy Spirit. According to 1 John 5, 7, we seal this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ and by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Now, this prayer, I'm not saying all the Bible verses that are giving justification for why we're praying these things, but it's just peppered with multiple references to Bible verses as to what spiritual ground you have to be saying these things. Okay, so, um, yeah, that's, that's a really, really good warfare prayer. And when we pray it together, when we're in unity praying this, it's exponentially um, more powerful when we do this. Okay, so let's. I'm just going to go right into the study. We've got a ton of ground to cover today. The first report which came out, and I've had, I mean, just tons of listeners emailing me this. Um, and usually that's a pretty good confirmation that it's a subject I need to cover. I was going to cover it anyway. Um, this ministry has been heavily, we've done a lot of extra teachings on the subject of the alien, quote, alien agenda, um, the UFOs, disclosure, cryptozoological creatures like oh, Bigfoot and vampires and werewolves and gray aliens and reptilians and all the stuff that, that we hear about and all of the agendas in Hollywood. Um, if you just want to know about those, key in any of those keyword searches, that you're interested in, uh, you can key in disclosure, you can key in alien agenda, you can key in ascended masters. Um, these are all related things. And I, I truly believe and have believed ever since the inception of this ministry that these are, this is one of the big satanic end games. Uh, this is going to be this agenda, which really, really gets into the supernatural 
components of things is going to be a major major player in the end time deception okay and that's why i'm trying uh to give biblical explanations regarding this agenda so that when it does inevitably happen i mean let's say face it satan hasn't you know devoted all this time and all this effort and all the billions from hollywood and our own government being involved in this he hasn't done all that for nothing there is an end game there is an agenda for this and i i really believe it's one of the strongest aspects of the end time strong delusion that we're going to see now remember when the antichrist and the false prophet come they're going to deceive the whole world through miracles and signs and lying wonders and 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 all of these different things and a lot of this agenda that i'm talking about here with the whole alien agenda and all the other a lot of it involves the whole supernatural realm and in um getting into like high level occultic witchcraft type powers that these beings can wield and and operate in in these types of things and a big thrust of this ministry has been to making sense of all that and biblically reconciling all of that so that when it does happen my listeners are prepared and hopefully you've tried to help prepare other people but this is a this is a subject that for the most part the lukewarm apostate devil corporate 501c3 church avoids like the plague and laughs about it and oh isn't that cute isn't isn't he a little conspiracy isn't he off in left field chasing isn't he off you know um wearing his little tin foil hat and it's it's a big reason i came out of the there's so many reasons i came out of the 501c3 corporate church this is just one of the many because i saw it as as this 800 pound gorilla in the room that nobody wanted to talk about and if you did dare bring it up oh you're you're going to be labeled or if you did have conversations about it it was in maybe private off to the side but you would never ever bring it up in church oh you know why can't we biblically reconcile these things i mean we're heading into to the greatest time of of delusion strong delusion that god said he was going to send according to second thessalonians chapter two the bible's clear about that we're moving into that evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse deceiving and being deceived second timothy 3 13 very very clear the bible is very very clear on this jesus christ said in matthew 24 be not deceived that was the first thing he kept hammering home because deception is going to be the norm and as we've talked about a lot recently that people are so deceived on so many different levels and as they become more deceived the antichrist system is more ripe to come in and implement itself so i've done a series particularly in the last 10 years more in earnest of mega studies on the whole alien agenda uh you can just key that word in alien agenda or whatever you'll find them you'll find more uh audios on that you would have enough audios on that to probably keep you busy if not for weeks but possibly months depending on how quickly you could listen to them uh, each one of those is just as applicable today maybe the information today would be a little bit more updated <clears throat> and um I, I just feel it's a it's a huge thing lacking in the corporate church and again because the corporate church is controlled by satan and how do we know that well again it's made my job's been made gr greatly easier as of recently as we see all the the major ministries like american family uh 
network and the 700 club and, and Joel Joel Osteen and and all the big big players come out and though at bare minimum they're silent on the issue or they will just basically say well Trump's behind Operation Warp Speed therefore you know I'm not going to say anything against her it's got to be probably a good thing or to overtly coming out and saying take the shot take all your tests do whatever the government tells you we've been playing these videos over and over for you so it should be easier for my listeners to see it's very very clear it's very very easy to identify now who are the bad guys and who are the good guys there's very few good guys that are in ministry right now now i'm not saying there's not individuals but as far as big ministries go that are yoked up with the government that get the right to exist from the government through their 501c3 tax exempt status and i'm talking about america but i'm saying this would exist worldwide and they've got different derivations of it for different countries i'm sure just america is probably the most guilty um and those are the ones that are already compromised typically okay now i'm not saying there's not exceptions but for the most part but when you get to the big guys and, and, and the heads of the denominations and these types of things I mean, you can pretty much just rest assured those have all been infiltrated and they're going to be on that same train track to the one world religion under antichrist they're all getting ready to leave the station or they're already on the train track going down those tracks heading toward that and my job has become increasingly easier over the years as these wolves in sheep's clothing, these hirelings that have no true love for the sheep come out of the shadows and openly expose themselves, yet they do so acting as though they have your best interests at heart by telling you to take this COVID-19 kill shot that will rewrite your DNA that's cultured off aborted babies, which they say is no big deal, right ubiquitously across the board, and will be full of nanotech that will be... Um, updated through your 5g phone and or any 5g base station you get near so you'll be essentially a cyborg which is part machine part human your dna will be overwritten and the vaccines culture off aborted babies and we're not even getting into all the other horrible uh, ingredients in these vaccines i mean this is what we're facing now it's, it's very black and white it's very out in the open it shouldn't be really hard for any of us to identify who are the bad guys and who are the good guys and I'm talking about if they're silent on this issue, well, your silence equals complicity as far as I'm concerned. If you had true love and true care for your sheep, for your flock, then you should be willing to lay down your life for your sheep, okay? I'll die for this information gladly. I'll gladly die for my listeners. If God requires that of me, no problemo. He could take me tonight. I mean, I say that before God and before my listeners. I am not, I am that serious about this stuff. It doesn't make me a great guy or I'm so, I feel like it's my reasonable service. I mean, it, it, the Bible, it's like the golden rule of the Bible. You know, as you would have men do unto you, do, do also unto them, Jesus said. Well, I'm only doing what I feel like I would want done to me in a similar circumstance if I maybe didn't have all the full facts. And I mean, I didn't get saved till I was 24. I didn't know any of this stuff. I was totally, a, you know, a baby Christian for quite a long time, even after I got saved. Um, I think it did help me getting saved by reading that book, En Route to Global Occupation by Gary Cobb, because it gave me, that was my foundation. And that 
right off the bat, it was like, oh, I, I saw how the UN was operating. I saw how the, the Freemasons were operating. I, I saw how the world government was being formed. I saw the occult things being commingled with this stuff. So that was, to me, in today's day and age, that was a great way to get saved as, as opposed to maybe just going to a church and um, being led to the Lord. Now, wonderful scenario either way, but for me, it's what laid the foundation for this whole ministry. Um, and that's what I am trying to impart. What Gary Kahn imparted to me by me reading that book originally, I'm trying to impart that all along the way, every single teaching, year in, year out, going on about 15 years now. We're about 15 years into this. Um, from the time I really started at Sermon Audio, around there. So praise the Lord. I, I mean, Lord knows I shouldn't be, you know, in the, uh, with all the, the witches and cultists that have tried to kill us and take our lives that I've reported on in times past. It's, it's an absolute miracle that we're here, but God's greater than all that, you know? So um, this is, this report is Trump signs the bill initiating a 180 day countdown until government UFO information disclosure. I kind of changed the wording a little bit because the way they had worded it, it was like, there's going to be disclosure 180 days from now. We're going to have UFOs. Ever. And I am not saying that now. Could that happen? Sure. Could it happen before that? Sure. Okay. But again, there's so much clickbait out there, the way that they write headlines. And um, I'm sure I'm guilty of just copy and pasting a lot of these headlines and not really vetting the headlines well enough. But for the most part, I wanted just to kind of make that point. Now, this says President Trump's signature Sunday on the $2.3 trillion COVID-19 scam demic relief and government funding bill started a 180-day countdown for the Pentagon and spy agencies to say what they know about UFOs. Now, that will be most likely a limited disclosure. Um, we've been in what they call soft disclosure now for years. We're high-level astronauts and high-level people up in the government. And, and some claim to have been in, like, the, um, the black ops programs have come forward and either written books, done interviews, these types of things. The government wants this because, granted, I mean, you look at shows like Stargate Atlantis, um, Stargate SGI. You, you look at a lot of different shows out there. All of that is self-disclosure. They're prepping us for the day and time and hour when these things come out of the shadows but they want you to believe it's their narrative of that now i'm not saying there's not any truth commingled in in their narrative you can have rat poisons 99 percent good food and one percent poison okay which actually is coumadin which is what caused the rats to um their blood to thin out and to the point where they bleed out of every orifice and that's that's how cum or that's how rat poison originally worked and then they said well hey why don't we make that into a drug and give it to to uh, humans for uh blood thinning yeah okay great well, it's also called wafer and cumin and you know anyway um so president trump's uh the, the provision received very little attention in part because it wasn't included in the text of the 5,593 page legislation that nobody had time to read that signed it but as a committee comment, it was attached to the Annual Intelligence Authorization Act, which was rolled into the massive bill. Okay, because they don't want to, they're trying to make as, 
they're trying to show shed as little light on this and bring as little attention to this as possible in a way the senate intelligence committee chaired by senator senator marco rubio of uh, florida said that the said in the comment it directs the director of national intelligence in consultation with the secretary of defense and the heads of other such agencies to submit a report within 180 days of the enactment of the act so we're looking at like basically what is this mid-june i don't know june around there um uh, let's see. To the Congressional Intelligence and Armed Services Committees on the Identified Aerial Phenomena. In the black budget world, many of these programs have been and probably still are completely exempt from reporting requirements to the Congress. Well, of course, there, there are developments in this world that not even a president of the United States has access to. Absolutely true. I am talking about the Special Access Programs or SAP. These, from these, we have unacknowledged and waived SAPs. These programs do not exist publicly, but they do indeed exist. I mean, when we had the disclosure of all those trillions that had went missing the day prior to 9-11, okay, when the, when the planes hit the Trade Towers, okay, and the missile hit the Pentagon, uh, again, just key in 9-11, keyword search box page, if you don't believe that, or email me, I'll give you the info on that. Um, the day prior to that, they had discovered that the Pentagon had lost trillions and they didn't know what had happened to it. And as a little tiny diversion, 9-11 happened the next day on September 11th. That was September 10th. Um, guaranteed the, the trillions that had been lost by the Pentagon that did, didn't have any idea what happened to went into these black projects. And this is where we get our underground cities built with tunnel networks some of them are actually semis go into them and, and deliver goods some of them are, are um the uh the maglev magnetic uh trains that go from you know they can go from one part of the united states or one side of the united states to the other in like an hour less you know depending on how fast they're going these networks exist there's not really any debate i mean i guess you if you brought this up from the mainstream point of view yeah they will try to debate you but we've been reporting on those for years any subject that you want to know about that underground cities uh the tunnel boring machines uh dumbs D deep underground military bases d-u-m-b-s key just key any of those keywords in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com i'm telling you unless you know where to go now you're not going to probably find it on youtube anymore you know, and I'm not saying I'm the be-all end-all, but I know my search engine hasn't been corrupted at contendingfortruth.com. Now, we've got, I don't even know how many teachings are up there, 2,000, 2,500, 3,000, I don't really know. Um, but we've got a tremendous library of free audios that I've never charged for, and all the corresponding PDFs, which are like the word docs I use as a template for every single teaching, all of that to back it up. So not only do you have the audio, but then you've got something you can go cross-reference with links you can click on to go to the site. Now, a lot of those older links might not be viable anymore. They're trying to sanitize this type of information off the internet. But a lot of the information is, is um, there within the PDF. And this is why I always wanted my own website, because 
I don't have to worry about YouTube kicking me off. Now, granted, they could they could attack the website. The government could take it down. I realize that. But all the stuff that all these other people are going through with complaining about whatever, Facebook and Instagram, and you, I knew this day was coming. And not only that, those things are just data mining your data anyway and all your habits. Now, granted, maybe not so much YouTube, but then again, if you're logged in, they know what you're watching, that type of stuff. Um, you don't got to worry about any of that stuff with... Uh, contendingfortruth.com anyway uh going forward here the they are better known as deep black programs these special access programs a 1997 u.s senate report described them as so sensitive that they are exempt from standard reporting um requirements to congress now let's go ahead let's just w listen to this brief fox news video that just came out about this fox news wow see again this is soft disclosure that we're talking about here so the title of this, and it's connected with this UFO, this 180-day countdown, this report is connected with that. And this little video from Fox News, I'm literally on foxnews.com, <coughs> excuse me, is new documentary digs deep into the mystery surrounding UFOs. Um, the Phenomenon director, James Fox, and former Pentagon official, Christopher Mellon joined Tucker Carlson tonight. So let's see if we can get this to play here. We used to be defensive on this topic, but there's no reason to be. There is now an enormous amount of evidence, including physical evidence, that UFOs, whatever they are, are real. Why don't we know a lot more about this? Because the government has hidden that information from us, outrageously. But now some of that information has come into public view thanks to a new documentary called The Phenomenon. We learned the feds are hiding more than we thought they were. All we're saying, nobody has to agree that... This is Senator Harry Reid. ...why it's there, but shouldn't we at least be spending some money to study all these phenomenon? Shouldn't we study this stuff? The answer is yes, and that's all this was about and why the federal government all these years has covered up put brake pads on everything stopped it <clears throat> i think it's very very bad for our country are you saying that there's some evidence that still hasn't seen the light of day i'm saying most of it hasn't seen the light of day it's outrageous and it's not a partisan question by the way that of course was former senate majority leader harry reid of nevada a democrat if there ever was one but that's not even the biggest claim he makes. According to the film, Reed said that UFOs have actually and repeatedly interfered with our nuclear weapons capabilities. So where are these UFOs from? Some researchers told the filmmakers that their origins are becoming clearer. Dr. Jacques Vallée has collected purported metal debris from UFO cases dating as far back as 1947 that experts are analyzing in a state-of-the-art laboratory. He was astonished to find their composition was unlike any known metal. This material was manufactured. It's not natural. It's not natural to the materials that we have around us in the lab or on, on the Earth. Yeah, physical evidence of extraterrestrial spaceships visiting Earth, not a big deal. It's nothing compared to, like, the fly on Mike Pence's forehead. If this wasn't an election year, we'd be doing a full hour on this, maybe a full week. It's that important. Unfortunately, we just have a few minutes with James Fox. He's the director and producer of The Phenomenon, now available on streaming services. And Christopher Mellon, a former senior intelligence official from the Department of Defense, they join us tonight. Uh, Mr. Fox, first so of you, can, thank you both for coming on. And for you can go watch this 
phenomenon documentaries he sets available on streaming services um if if you want to actually see now granted you have to understand what they're going to tell you in that is going to be a sanitized government approved soft disclosure version of what they want you to know okay i i don't have a problem though if if i mean not that you have to ask my permission but i mean i wouldn't have a problem anybody watching it just the thing is is i would like for you to have as a knowledge base though my teachings on this subject at least to a certain extent so you can filter it if if you're unfamiliar with this material if this is the first time you're listening so you can filter it with a proper biblical lens because you're not going to get that filter from them at all they're going to tell you whatever soft disclosure propaganda version they want you to believe and they're conditioning the public to accept in this film i just want to ask you in turn about these two strains from the documentary. The first, um, to you, James Fox, is the question of the nuclear weapons facilities. How often do we think UFOs have visited and why? Well, that was one of the big bombshells that Harry Reid dropped uh, during production of the film. It really kind of caught me off guard because it's the first time, uh, you know, a government official of his magnitude, of his level, had revealed that these UFOs were not only seen over, you know, super secret nuclear weapons facilities but they were interacting shutting on and off uh some of the missiles now just you know that's been known for years just because harry reed said it doesn't make it oh now we can that's been for decades we've known about that that's been released um even from governmental sources but now it's becoming mainstream where it's like oh wow really i hadn't had never heard that before uh but it's it's old news really He went as far as even saying that if the president had called upon to, to launch the missiles in several occasions, they couldn't have done it. Right. The missiles were deactivated. And this has also been happening in Russia. Now, they were deactivated from the UFOs that were over the missiles, missile silos. So they had that capability. Um, and that's what he's in reference to there. And we document uh, those cases very thoroughly with, with high-level military officials uh, testifying about these incidents it's it's almost it's beyond mr mellon quickly to you physical evidence of ufos metal from the craft where well this is uh my congratulations to james this is the most informative and engaging documentary and important documentary on this subject because it's no longer a the theoretical issue as you've observed uh, this is now the defense department has confirmed this is happening congress is asking questions they're asking for a report so this this information so again i just have to throw this to all the pastors that have labeled me over the years and all the other christians that are in stuck typically in the denominational systems that have labeled me over the years this is a big reason i believe i got kicked off a of sermon audio which was a blessing actually to, to all of them you know how do you what are you going to do with this when it's in your face what are you going to do with this when you have downplayed it and said there's it's tinfoil hot wearing conspiracy theory stuff that i've been pushing or anyone else but there's very few christians and minister that actually will will actually delve into this subject they don't want to they fear being labeled what are they going to do when it's in their face though and I, I don't care about my my reputation it's not about that it's just that i feel sorry for their for their congregants for their for their followers because they're going to be so i, I believe the church particularly the 501c3 church will be the most flat-footed 
sect of humanity when this stuff goes mainstream and that's how they're always portrayed in all the shows that get in this like the v show i mean you know their version of christianity were the catholic priests and i mean they had no clue no answer for nothing you know it goes because they were never actually biblically trained um regarding the subject and if anything the, the catholic church is saying they're going to baptize aliens when they're when they come about and they're our, they would be our space brethren and i'm not making that stuff up i've given you the quotes directly from hierarchy in the catholic churches or even from the vatican itself where they talk a lot about this scenario there is much as part of the coming disclosure uh probably the catholic church being at the literal spear tip as far as pseudo christianity fake christianity i would say the catholic church is at the absolute spear tip of bringing about this uh very much satanic divert uh, version of disclosure to their congregants they've been preparing them for a long time for this eventuality and um in a very very massively unbiblical way but what could you expect from the catholic church people need to get an understanding and a context uh with which yes. to sort of process and absorb this uh in terms of the the materials there are private researchers um jacques uh perhaps foremost among them um also to the stars academy that have materials and are, are funding research jacques is a meticulous scientist so he's sending it to peer review in multiple labs but the, the, gen, the gist of it is that those materials were engineered at an atomic level. It's a capability that, that we don't even possess. If right. they can prove that and demonstrate that, um, that'll raise a lot of interesting questions. It's, yeah, you think? You've been on this for a long time, Christopher Mellon. I appreciate it. Okay, so that's all that there was there. Now, the, when he said these are materials that are engineered on an atomic level, what he's talking about is these recovered materials, like from... The Roswell incident. Okay. Now, I, I'm not saying that's not true, but I believe because of the deals we have brokered between the the supposed aliens, which are nothing really more than basically biological containers that carry demons. I've got into this before. You know, this has a lot to do with cattle mutilations and how they suck the blood and they take the organs and that type of stuff some of it's food for them some of it's as actually how they make these things like the grays and um those types not not all not all but their evil entities and their containers are gray aliens large grays reptilians uh skunk ape big bigfoot these types of things are containers for devils now there may be a a lot of different ways these things are actually produced i'm not going to get dogmatic about they're all produced this way no satan has you know i'm sure he's got a, a vast uh breeding program on how they make these these particular things i mean if they were able to pull off what they did in noah's day and if, if you believe any about the book of enoch they were defiling the fish the birds the animals everything you could and this is where we get a lot of our greek legends from like the minotaurs and the griffins and and these types of things that were half one thing half another okay and this is why we get back to the whole gmo thing where they're genetically modifying and engineering then you get into the subject of um women being abducted and turning up pregnant and then the the you know by ufo these ufo abductions and then all of a sudden three months later they're starting to show and the baby's gone they get abducted again the baby's gone 
Okay, and then a lot of times they're re-abducted and they're, they're shown the baby like a year later and try to get the mother to bond with it. I've got into all this stuff in a lot of the teachings I've done. Again, I can't, I mean, it's, it's, it's taken me, oh Lord, I mean, I, I mean, what have I done on this subject? A hundred hours at least? If you look at all the mega studies I've done on the alien stuff, a hundred hours might be conservative. So I can't go down every rabbit trail right now. But again, that's why I would encourage you, if you're unfamiliar with this stuff and, and you have a conviction, um, key an alien agenda. Because that's probably going to get you the most whatever. Or any specific thing you're really wondering about. Because I don't know how long this ministry will be online, particularly going into this hellish existence that they're planning for. Now, I understand God's greater. But I also realize that the book of Revelation, what it says about in Daniel, Matthew 24, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, all that stuff's got to happen, biblically speaking. Um, so how much time truth has online anymore, and I'm not the only sole source of truth, but I think we've compiled a lot of truth into the teachings, and how much time we're going to have access to that, I don't know. And some of these things you might want to even... Um, because I think there's a lot of downloads. Yeah, you have a download option for all my teachings. You can download these onto your computer so that even if the internet went down, you can um, you can do that. Now, I used to have a listener in Australia that produced like one of those USB drive things with all the teachings he would update. But um, um, we had kind of a falling out. He was trying to force me to include content that I really didn't have a piece about including in the in the thumb drives and it was you know kind of a felt like i was being strong-armed and i'm just not real good with that <laughs> when you try to start doing that stuff with me i'm not i mean so i just had to shut it down i didn't want to do it but i kind of had to shut that down and uh, i mean god bless the guy i'm not mad it's not like i have unforgiveness or anything it's just that that's why we haven't offered those in years um but he was kind enough to do that for us for a while but i don't have this as an option anymore. i'm sorry there's no way i can take on anything like that i, I just don't i barely I, I have less time now than i've ever had in ministry i am so bombarded with content inquiries people asking me about health questions uh and then trying to get these gigantic teachings up every week i've i've, I've less time now i mean i hardly leave the house anymore it's just ridiculous now i'm not complaining i'm just saying it's it's a lot <laughs> it's it's a lot um but praise God, he's got me through it all. Now, let's go further here. Um, okay, so let's go further. Revealed UFO disclosure hidden in the COVID bill. So let's say, let's talk a little bit more about this. In New Jersey, maybe has some information for us that will be pertinent and good for us to know. Thanks for calling in, Ken. You're on the air. Uh, hey, how's it going? Um, so today, the topic I want to talk about is a little bit weird for most people, but... Um, I just actually saw an article today about a 180-day countdown of uh, UFO information from the Pentagon, and um, this was all in the COVID relief bill, along with all the other stuff snuck into the COVID relief bill. But um, I believe that this UFO information that they're going to release, it's going to be vague. It's going to have some truth and some lies in it. But I also believe that this whole UFO phenomenon and all this information coming out is directly related to what's going on right now. Mm. Um, the reason why I say that is because if we look back at what um, Von Braun 
uh, he said to his protege before he died, he said that the government was going to try to stage a fake alien invasion. Now, I know that's a little bit far-fetched for a lot of people to believe, but so is COVID-19, all these lockdowns and everything going on. But the reason why I quote, uh, you know, Von Braun is because he worked directly with NASA and he, he worked directly with the secret space program. And you see all this disclosure going on, even on Fox News with um, UFOs shutting down nuclear sites. Um, there's also information that Trump was trying to build a fleet to break the polar ice caps in Antarctica. Mm. And then I also found that it was funny that John Kerry visited Antarctica right after Trump was elected in 2016. Right. And then, uh, excuse me, and then we see all this, these control apparatuses going into play with COVID-19. Now, what would be the ultimate control apparatus that would get everybody to submit to a one world government? What's the ace in the hole if COVID-19 doesn't work and somehow this turns into a hot war? I believe that would be what Von Braun was talking about, which would be a fake alien invasion through Project Bluebeam. And now you're starting to see the disclosure of that information coming out slowly. Now, I, I think that that is the secret war that's going on in the government right now, because you see Trump, you know, starting Space Force. He talks about going to Mars and then the whole thing with, you know, breaking the polar ice caps. And, and I believe the year 2029 was the... Now, relating to that, and I, I've played this. I've actually played. The, I, I, I could find it in a heartbeat. But I've played this on air before. But when Ronald Reagan actually addressed the United Nations, and I don't know exactly what year or whatever, the, the quote that he made heavily relates to what he's talking about. And he said to the United Nations, perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bond, meaning common bond we have as humanity. Now, again, what is this all going to be used for? It's all going to be used for to bring us into the new world order. Okay, because see, right now, we're all fractioned. We've got all these different religions. We've got all these different countries with our own agendas. We've got, you know, lesbian, gay, Christian, Muslim, and I'm, I don't want to even lump Christians into that, but I'm just saying there's all these different flavors and sects of humanity that are in existence so what would satan want to do is to bring us all together as much as that is possible now the true christians aren't going to go along with this but most of all the other humanity will go along with this unfortunately um to get all on the same page because that would make bringing in the new world order so much easier as opposed to all of these different factions fighting one another and jockeying for power this is why reagan said this quote perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bond i occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from an outside world okay now that was again that's all part of probably way 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 back in the day in the 80s their version of soft disclosure to say a quote like that I, I bet you he was coached to do something like that i doubt that just came out of his mouth on a whim goal um i forget what website i've seen it on i'm sorry but i think that all of this stuff going on right now with COVID 19 is the is the way to 
get the one world government in a way that is not releasing the UFO documents right now. But the ace in the hole is the fake UFO alien invasion. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be the, the, the so-called uh, disclosure. You're exactly right. I mean, and, and it's good that you bring this up because we've been seeing this around a little bit, but it's good to reiterate this for when it actually comes out, we can go back and say, yeah, we told you this was going to happen. They put everything in place with COVID-19, all the uh, different uh, tracking mechanisms and control mechanisms for global government. And once all of that's in place, they'll bring in the so-called disclosure. And I, I think they've overplayed their hands, though, because people aren't going to buy it. Even now they're making memes where it's like 2020, it's COVID exiting the stage and like shaking hands with the aliens going, all right, you're up. Go get them. Yeah. You get that? In, in other words, COVID's exiting the state. Of course, it doesn't appear that way at all, though. But COVID exits the stage when maybe that's played out. Maybe they can't... Uh, Maybe they get to a point where they realize we're not going to be able to implement this. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of positive signs this last week that I'm going to be going over. If you've looked at my last newsletter I put out, I mean, there's a lot of pushback on this. They are, and they're way behind schedule, and they are not happy about it, okay? But let's say COVID doesn't do what it was intended to do, okay? Well, then it's it's like, um, you know, a tag team wrestling match. You've got COVID and you've got the alien invasion, okay, well... COVID's been in there fighting, trying to implement its agenda uh, against the world, and COVID starts to lose, so he tag teams out. He tags uh, Mr. Alien Agenda Disclosure, uh, Mr. Pro Wrestler, and he comes in and starts, you know. So I think that's what we're in reference to there. I'd like to thank that last caller for bringing this to my awareness. I must have missed this yesterday. From the New York Post, COVID-19 bill started a 180-day countdown for UFO disclosures. President Trump's signature Sunday on the $2.3 trillion COVID-19 relief and government funding bill started a 180-day countdown for the Pentagon and spy agencies to say what they know about UFOs. Former Pentagon and legislative officials confirmed Tuesday to the publication the debrief that the package begins the clock on UFO disclosures. We've seen a lot of this this year and last year. You saw the Navy coming out and, and confirming, yes, those are videos of supposed UFOs mm -hmm. behaving in a way that is seemingly impossible for a physical object to move right. over the earth. You had just about a month ago or so, I'd say, uh, maybe even less, the uh, Israeli like former defense minister coming out and saying yes there are aliens and trump wanted to reveal them but the aliens said no people aren't ready right and this is the obvious play uh, to we, we did report on that as well really codify a one world government we warned you about this for years alex jones in particular has said they're going to going to release a pandemic a man-made pandemic to justify all of these health uh uh measures in order to bring about one world government and total tyranny and then of course there will be a second round of that once you sort of get people used to it get people in the mindset of we have to obey the government or else we want grandma to die since that's in place they'll release a second big wave of disease that is even more intense and actually kills a ton of people and again uh, sort of codifies solidifies the control of the global governance and then once the, the second wave, though, is most likely if, if that does gain traction will be from the vaccinated via the process of viral shedding, infecting other people. And, you know, they're going to be uh, infected and they're going to be vectors of viral shedding, giving it to other people. 
that's what I believe the plan would be. And that's why it's so important for them to get everybody vaccinated as many people as possible. That's in place. They come out with the so-called alien disclosure, giving them supposedly, you know, uh, pseudo divine right to have this one world government. Right. And of course, you know, how do you bring a country together? You all you all have a single enemy. Remember how yeah. everyone was proud to be an American after September 11th because we all had an enemy. We'd been attacked and now we're together and, and fighting for this. Well, imagine right. that on a worldwide scale mm -hmm. with these supposed yeah. uh, UFOs. Which totally gets back to the Reagan quote I just sent you. And then what happened after 9-11, the Patriot Act and all its derivations, giving away just tons and tons of our liberties and rights away as a result of this total scam uh, attack on 9-11 that our government had every single thing to do with. I mean, man, the evidence on that is overwhelming. Um, again, I've got a whole file on that. You can probably key in 9-11 in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, but I've, I've never done a dedicated study because it, it would probably be like 20 parts if I had to do it. And I just, I don't have time. But a lot of other people have done... in unbelievably in-depth um documentaries on 9-11 uh, just debunking it and showing all the all the the problems and and all the the lies and things of this nature surrounding it um now whether you can get those on youtube anymore i don't know I mean, you might be able to find them doing a search but it's harder and harder to find those things now now uh, i've been waiting to play this this um particular audio for a while and a lot of times I'll sit on audios until it's like the right time because I have the right content that dovetails with it. And today's the day for this. It's entitled Fallen Angels, UFOs, and Official Government Documents. Declassified documents reveal fallen angels. This is an interview with Justin and Wes Fall from Fourth Watch Films. And on their recent Higher Entities uh, DVD, the... Uh, the Higher Entities, The Lost Tapes, okay? Now, these guys do incredible research. Now, I'm not saying I'm in alignment with all their affiliations like Tom Horn and those types of guys from Raiders News or whatever it's called now, uh, but these guys are impeccable researchers. I actually, I don't normally buy DVDs anymore or because it's just, I don't have time to watch all the DVDs that I've got and all the books that, books that people have sent me over the years i just there's no way I, I can't i mean maybe someday if 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 you know like the night is coming when no man can work maybe i'll have time then i don't know but um uh what was my point here but i actually bought their i think it's called hollow earth chronicles and i'll tell you man they got into some stuff that very very i i knew about most of it but very very few people have ever covered that one and it's not hollow earth it's honeycombed earth okay which is really the way that it should be really worded because the earth's not hollow but there are honeycombs below the surface and um maybe they're not everywhere but in certain parts of the earth they're definitely there and they get into all that it's very very good now you can go watch these online they nail you for about 15 bucks a pop though if you want to but i think you can watch it like I don't think they let you rent it. It's more like you got to buy it. And it's like, and, I, and I'm not real wild about that, but I will say it probably took these guys, probably cost these guys a lot of money in, in interviews, flying, travel in order to make these things. So I'm not begrudging them for, for money that they're making their top-notch videos. 
And if you want to know more about the subject, they've got some of the most cutting edge stuff. They got one that I think they just did on Washington, D.C. that goes far beyond Riddles and Stone. And then the the subsequent ones that came out after Riddles and Stone. Now, Riddles and Stone, I'm pretty sure you can watch that still up on YouTube or maybe BitChute or wherever. And if you want to know about the occult architecture and the occult beginnings of Washington, D.C., you want to watch Riddles and Stone and then the subsequent two or three videos after that. CuttingEdge.org used to be the ministry that was promoting them. Um, David Bay, I don't even know if they're around anymore. I, I, I don't really, I haven't checked in, in ages or whatever. I was posting a lot of their stuff and they were making sure that every time I got subscribed to their newsletter, they took me off. And I'm like, you know what, David Bay, fine, I'm not going to use your site at all i don't need you that's fine if you want to ration the bullets if you don't like me promoting your ministry well fine fine with me i'll go get the information someplace else and that that happened a long time ago i'm why i have no idea because i was literally only promoting their website it's not like i'm trying to cross compete with somebody and sell something like they were trying to sell you know 200 different things if probably that's conservative and i'm not trying to sell really i got like a silver advertisement up there uh, I don't know. I don't know how people think. Maybe they didn't want to be associated with me. I don't know. But it's funny because they get into a lot. Of, they used to get into a lot of the same subjects I get into. You know, maybe that was what it was. I was competing, even though I was promoting their ministry. Who knows? I don't know. God bless them. But um, these guys, this Justin and Westfall, they have got some cutting edge stuff. So if you wanted just to go watch the video online, I believe they got three different DVDs now that hollow earth chronicles this one that they're going to be talking about now the higher entities the lost tapes and then another one i believe in washington dc which i i listened to their interview on that and it was just bombshell i mean they were getting into stuff i never ever knew about obelisks that are buried like at the foot of the actual washington memorial which is the largest obelisk on earth it's 666 feet tall from base to top well, no, it's not. It's only 550 feet tall. Yeah, but it goes down 111 feet because it has to be anchored so low because it's so big. It's the largest obelisk on earth. Obelisks are um, nothing more than phallic symbols, the worshiping of the male genitalia. Okay, that's what obelisks always have been from like ancient Egypt until now. That's why the Vatican has a gigantic one in front of there. And, and a lot of places that, you know, they have them in England, like we're... You know, they say like the three the three power points of the earth are London, England, the Vatican, and Washington DC. Washington DC, the the financial district in London, uh, London, and um, which is like where the Rothschilds are, and each of them have their own gigantic obelisks. Okay, and um, all of them have incredibly occult architecture uh, associated with all of those: the Vatican, Washington DC, and um, the financial district of London. Okay. So the DVD riddles and stone that I think was put out by cutting edge. And then the subsequent DVDs after that are amazing. You might want to watch those first and then watch the fall brothers video on this, this last one that they introduced. Let me, let me just look at it real here. I'm sorry. I didn't really mean, it's like I'm turning into an infomercial for them, but you don't hear me recommending a lot of <laughs> documentaries, but oh, it's called The Belly of the Beast. 
Uh, nice, lighthearted title there. And uh, it's over two hours of action-packed adventure. Wow. Fun. You can order the DVD or watch it on Vimeo. I, I think it'll cost, you know, like 15 bucks to watch it. But um, if you feel so led, it gets in the, it's a Statue of Liberty, how that's absolutely 100%, totally a cult, total, you know, the goddess Libertas. Uh, that's was given us by like French Freemasons. Okay. I mean, you know, how could, how could it be something good? Uh, the things that we hold highest in Americana, like Washington DC and the Statue of Liberty, so many of those things are, are absolutely straight from the pit of hell. Okay. And again, this is why the Bible says it's not God's will that we're destroyed for lack of knowledge or that we or that we're ignorant of Satan's devices because when we're ignorant of Satan's devices, he gets an advantage of us. And this is why these things are so important because being totally deceived, especially if you're a Christian, is 100% absolutely the norm. Christians, by and large, caught in the 501c3 denominational system are some of the most deceived people walking the planet, unfortunately. And that's why this ministry exists to try to break them out of that before it's too late before the night cometh when no man can work and the only information source they'll have is when they hit that internet kill switch is you know whatever satanic news medias are available which is probably how it's going to operate all right so let's go further here um okay so this is the interview that the fall brothers did on these declassified documents revealing fallen angels. This is their, the, regarding the second DVD they released. Okay, let's go play this. They were nine, 10 feet tall entities, and they told him that they were preparing for an intergalactic war with God, and that they were going to win. What happened was they opened up this portal, they created a rift, and entities began to come through, not just this horror of Babylon being birthed, but other entities. The federal government these are excerpts from the interview i probably should have skipped ahead sorry but you'll hear this later highest levels have known that these are not space aliens that these are entities coming from another dimension my name is westfall and i am part of fall brothers productions and fourth watch films with justin fall and with chad riley and the lord just directed our steps into Kind of a full circle. We uh, we both went to film school, Justin and I did, years ago, and we had to pay bills doing other things, but the Lord brought us back to making films. And so it's been a crazy ride, but I'm just uh, glad to be here and doing what the Lord's called us to do. My name is Justin Fall, and uh, my background is in film production. Uh, I'm a film student from the Art Institute of Atlanta, and I'm also a... Uh, a career researcher. My main focus in life is to be able to wake up the church. I want to be able to better equip the church and I want them to understand that the times they're going to be coming upon the face of this earth, which we are approaching, uh, no one would deny that crazy prophecies are being fulfilled right now. Things that a hundred years ago the average Christian would not have understood the scripture the way that they would today based on the unfolding of events that we're seeing. And so as a career researcher, you know, my ministry is all about equipping the saints for the last days, equipping the tribulation saints, even if you want to use that language, uh, but also to join the conversation of the world. I think that Christians need to be able to join the conversation about the paranormal, about the crazy topics. We need to join that conversation and give a biblical answer 
that will cause the world to want to draw near unto Christ. We looked at this alien question. Uh, you can go back to even uh, the, the past election in 2016. Hillary was talking about how if she won, she was going to open the vault and and get into basically exposing what UFOs are and, and the, the alien question. We wanted to look at it in the biblical aspect of it and to try to break down, you know, what are we dealing with here? Because the world does have this answer, but as we found out, so does the Bible. Higher Entities, uh, it's a film that deals with a very much political, paranormal conspiracy. We made Higher Entities for, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, the timing of Higher Entities could not have been better because we're dealing with a film that it digs deep into these areas of government alien entity connections. Now, why is that important? Because we're living in a time where we understand that the Antichrist is coming on the face of the earth. There will be an Antichrist. And we know that he has fallen angels that are going to be working with him. You know, he's going to have a demonic army. He's going to have all types of lying signs and wonders. The Bible talks about these lying signs and wonders. And if it were possible, the elect would be deceived by his cunning. I believe the aliens in the last days, which we don't really believe them to be space aliens, and we'll get into that here in a few minutes, but I believe that the alien entities, the higher entities, they will likely use some type of a cataclysmic event, something major, whether it's real or, or synthetic. You know, we know about Project Bluebeam. We know about technology where they can project an image in the sky. There's going to be things that come upon this earth that are going to cause men's hearts to fail them. And so, like right now, um, everybody is consumed with uh, this Western civilization of uh, idea of, uh, you know, going to work and uh, coming home and watching the ball game and getting married, two and a half kids, uh, dog and a cat, that whole deal. Um, there's no, that's, there's no super, there's no room for supernaturalism there. But when that does take place, it's going to flip the world on its head. Um, and so I think that this is kind of like a, we've already seen like a soft disclosure take place. And I think it's prepping the world for that. But even more so, I believe that it's tying into what the Bible says is going to take place. And ultimately, it's going to be pointing the world towards an antichrist, um, towards a false prophet promoting that antichrist. He's going to be able to call fire down from heaven. Um, it's going to be some supernatural feats taking place in the eyes of men. And so if, um, if the world doesn't have a supernatural world, world view, um, that's going to give it to them. I think that all this is going to culminate pointing people to this so-called messianic figure um, that's going to be in the place of Christ. And for the church, the big thing on, on that end of things is that if they don't have a supernatural world view, if, um, if they see this coming upon the, the world, um, if just specifically in Matthew 24, people claiming, uh, people claiming to be anointed, people claiming to be uh, Messiah, which is just another word for anointed, um, and underneath that, anointed for an office, they're going to be coming in the name of Jesus. So they get their foot inside the church doors, and they're saying they're anointed, and they're going to be doing crazy lying signs and wonders. And so that would be... Um, that would be believing in what they see and what they experience versus having faith in, in God and his word. No, Jesus said that there, there, there's coming a time where they're going to say to him, Lord, Lord, I, you know, I did all this good stuff in your name. The thing that gets my attention there is that he, he mentioned some specifics like casting out demons mm -hmm. in your name. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, 
there's a major denomination right now that they make their their big deal on casting out demons. There's a couple of them actually. There's going to be people that think they're operating in spiritual gifts, yet Jesus is going to say, "I never knew you." But what we're talking about with this this alien idea, the aliens are going to be giving different types of experiences to people. This is what people have to understand. The experiences have to be tested with Scripture. Mm-hmm. Because other, otherwise, we're going to accept them because they're supernatural experiences, whether it's a supernatural healing, whether it's some type of a prophetic event where they speak a word of knowledge or they know something about your, your history, whatever it may be. The aliens could have a cure for cancer. You know, the aliens. These higher entities are coming from a, a different place than us. They're not earthborn. The only ones that could be earthborn would be the demons, which came through the line of the Nephilim. And obviously that's a little bit of a different scenario. Mm-hmm. It ties in together. But with higher entities, we're dealing with, there is a group that we, we track in this film called the Collins Elite. And the idea was trying to answer the question, were there events in history where the American government was working with entities? That was kind of the beginning of this research. And if so, what happened? Can we, can we validate this? You know, what came of that? But also, were there factions in the government who stood up against these things? That was the premise of this film. And uh, we started off by talking about a group known as the Collins Elite. Now, let's just go back in time. There was an event that took place back in the late 40s known as the Babylon Working Ritual. Now, this was a ritual that was carried out by Jack Parsons, uh, JPL. You know, people will even to this day say that JPL stands for, for Jack Parsons Laboratories, but on paper, it's Jet Propulsion Laboratories. JPL is major. It's a historic, I mean, so much surrounding this, so much history here. Uh, Jack Parsons was not professionally trained, yet he was tapping into high technology and building rockets. How do you do that without any type of formal training? There were no rocket programs in America before Jack Parsons. This is paramount to understand. This guy was tapping into you know, theosophy, Thelema, Thelema, the, the religion of Aleister Crowley. Uh, he was a disciple of Aleister Crowley, and he was working with uh, L. Ron Hubbard, who was the founder of Scientology. Interestingly, not only did L. Ron Hubbard uh, start Scientology, but he was a science fiction writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie Battlefield Earth with John Travolta, well, that was written by L. Ron Hubbard. Interestingly, also, John Travolta is a Scientologist, right? Now, I mention this because this is a man who writes science fiction, yet he started a religion based on science fiction. There has to be something in there where he's getting these clues and these, these ideas. He's getting these from another realm. From that point, you know, they ripped a, a hole open into space-time, and from that point afterwards... You had, um, well, regardless of what Parsons actually successfully uh, completed during that with the Horror of Babylon and different things, after that you had the Roswell incident, you had the Kenneth Arnold uh, sightings, you had in 53 there was uh, the swarm of UFOs that flew over the White House. Um, and so there's this, this uh, unleashing of supernatural activity that took place after that ritual was performed. Babylon working was successful, according to Jack Parsons. Uh, matter of fact, Parsons said in his Antichrist Manifesto that they were successful and that a child, a child was conceived in that act and that there was a spirit known as Hilarion. The whore of Babylon was what they were trying to bring about. They believed what we believe in that America was the final Babylon. Like this was the revived Babylon. They believed it and they were occultists. 
you know, we're Christians and we believe it. There's evidence to back this up. But yes, uh, let, let's backtrack just for a second. What happened was they opened up this portal. They created a rift and entities began to come through. Not just this horror of Babylon being birthed, but other entities because people all over the place started having paranormal encounters and they began to report this to law enforcement, report this to the, to the FBI, report this to whatever agency they could get in touch with. And so the federal agencies said, we've got to come up with an answer for this. You know, we were not prepared for any of this. There's UFO activity. There's there's talk of entities and demons and winged creatures and just all kinds of weird. Now, I mean, the first the first working, though, even before the Babylonian working was the I believe the Alam Troth working that Aleister Crowley actually uh, opened where um, he was underneath the great um, pyramid of Giza with his wife, I believe. And. Um, she channeled a being known as Awas, which was the first time we've ever seen a being that actually looks like the modern day gray aliens. It doesn't look exactly, but it looks a lot like it. And that's, that ended up spawning what Aleister Crowley was doing, this other stuff with the Babylonian working, okay? And because he was like their original uh, mentor. So it's kind of one to the other. Just paranormal demonic activity following this ritual that Jack Parsons said finally worked. Wow. They did the ritual for a couple years. It finally worked, right. finally stuck. And that's what a scientist does. A scientist is going to work at something. He's going to work at the hypothesis Absolutely. until it's, it's you know, proven true or false. Now, finally, the researchers, the, the government puts together this group that says we're going to get answers to what exactly took place out there in the desert in California by Jack Parsons and L. Ron Hubbard. They go to Jack Parsons. And keep in mind, Jack Parsons is also working with the government. He's now been given, you know, special privileges on things. So they go to him and they say, Jack, all of this stuff that's happening right now, did you do this? <laughs> did you do this? And, you know, he said, I think so. Now, shortly thereafter, Jack Parsons blows himself up in a lab. Crunch time is right. Accidentally. Crunch time here it was not the occult belief was that whoever opened up the portal had to close the portal. Well, Jack Parsons is now dead. Wow. And the federal government is now having to understand and, and depict exactly to the public what's happening here. And so this group is researching. And out of that group, they finally start to make some headway. They know they're dealing with entities. And so in all of that, they begin to try to make contact with those entities, maybe for some help, maybe because. I close this thing. Maybe they're trying to figure out how to undo what Jack Parsons did. So they go through satanic rituals to communicate because that's the only method of communication that they know that works to contact these entities. In doing this, there's a small faction known as the Collins Elite. This is where our film picks up. The Collins Elite was a small group inside of this larger group that was originally created to get answers to all of this. But once they began to engage in satanic rituals and magic and alchemy, this group says, hey, you know what? This is, this is not what we signed up for. This small group raises up. It's a faction. It's a counterpoint group, which means that they are no longer in agreement with the big group. They have a different opinion. They say, we have a Christian worldview. This goes against our Christian worldview. And so they see that entities are being channeled and communicated with, and now technology is being given through these rituals to these other members of the government. So the Collins elite says, whoa, 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 this is dangerous. You guys are really playing with fire here. We can't support this. We can't do this. And they came up with this idea 
that the aliens were going to take over, and that in order to protect our country from the aliens, from the entities, they believed that we needed to instate a forced theocracy based on the law of Moses. Because they thought if our country would, would go back under the law of Moses, that we would be untouchable from these entities. This group, this bigger group that was researching to get answers, they did not exist. Okay, this was what's known as a limited access program or an LAP. Uh, a limited access program means that nobody in Congress has to know about this. The Khan's elite were a counterpoint group within different governmental organizations that were, they were party to satanic ritual being used to make contact with, with these aliens or with these higher entities. And because of their Christian faith, they had the conviction. They saw this taking place and they're like, well, we don't need to be a part of this. This is what the Bible talks about um, and, and the worship of, of, of uh, demons and, and of other. And just so you know, these are kind of tag teaming. These are both the Fall Brothers kind of com coming in, giving, you know, their different points. Uh, and, and especially being, you know, using blood sacrifice and different um, types of, of black magic to be able to accomplish it. Um, so they saw that and they they didn't want to be a part of it. Um, they also were able to uh, tie this back to what Jack Parsons and um, L. Ron Hubbard did in the desert in the late 40s. You've got literally just the group and maybe a director knows about it, nobody else. It's completely classified, it's top secret, it's, on, it's under lock and key. But I want to mention something. One of the bombshells that we dropped was that there's a declassified federal document. Anyone watching this interview can go find this document. It's on the FBI vault. Okay. Uh, document 6751, it's a document from the 40s. It was written by a prominent member of academia and it was submitted to the FBI. In this document, they make a case that entities are not space aliens, but that they're interdimensional or extra-dimensional entities that are crossing over from a plane known as the ethereal plane. Now, we know, uh, as, as researchers of the New Age movement, we know that that is where the ascended masters are supposedly said to be on a high level. This ethereal plane is very popular. Well, if you don't know about the ascended masters, just key that term in at contendingfortruth.com. It talked about that subject. Uh, beyond at length. You talk to people who astral project, people who channel, mm -hmm. people who remote view, people who want to tap in or go on a trip, an ayahuasca trip, a DMT trip. Ayahuasca, different trips, DMT, that does allow you to cross over or allows a person to cross over into those dimensions. Outside of that, the the satanic ritual is... Which is just incredibly horrible. I mean, there's other things. I think LSD does to a certain extent but that ayahuasca that dmt stuff i mean it is something you do not want to mess around with and there's there's a church now that that incorporates that into their worship in america i believe i mean i would 100 percent you're you're opening yourself up to <clears throat> demonic infestation on a level you probably can't even comprehend proven to be the most effective and and from the research that we've done the people that we've interviewed uh, that seems to be the, the constant. That's like a, it's a, it's a guarantee you're going to make contact if you do this. Now, the, the really high satanic ceremonial magic is what he's talking about. Now, you can access them through ayahuasca or DMT, but it's more effective if you do it through satanic rituals. And if you know what you're doing. Because you're going to get killed doing satanic rituals, even if you're a high-level occultist, if you're, if you're out of line just a tiny bit. 
the federal government had this document in the 40s, and language was used in this document uh, that came right out of the playbook of theosophy. Now, the guy that received this document, this is so crazy. The, uh, the federal agent receives a document, and look, the FBI is constantly bombarded with, with you know, phone calls and letters and emails, and you know, they just can't. They can't deal with all of the propaganda from from citizens. You know, people make stuff up, and, and it's just it, it's nothing. It's crying wolf. So the FBI has to really be careful what they accept and what they don't. But this was back in the '40s. So the guy that receives a document, he recognizes that this information was received through paranormal means. As a matter of fact, the language used in the '40s was super normal. That's the old way of saying paranormal. Super normal. So uh, he says that all of this information was received through supernormal means, therefore we need to discount it. It's not valid information. Now that's the headline that he put, it, uh, it's like, like a cover letter. If he really believed that, why did they classify the document? Why did they classify it and then forward it to all of these FBI prominent members at the highest level of security clearance? Why in the world would they classify it and lock it up if they didn't believe it? It wasn't until years later that they declassified document 6751. And, and, you know, I read this document and I'm thinking, okay, since the 40s, the federal government at the highest levels have known that these are not space aliens, that these are entities coming from another dimension. In scripture, you have the, you know, the chariots that are mentioned, um, you know, God's transport, basically, and it ripping through the space time from the spiritual into the natural uh, I think that's the, basically the same thing that we're dealing with with the UFOs. And because of the different deals that they've made uh, with, with the governments, um, with the sharing of their technology um, in order for them to have a safe space of, of being able to do whatever they do in the deep underground military bases, um, I think that some of the ones that you're seeing today are going to be um, basically the, the government taking that information and creating their own spacecraft. The technology that um, that Stan Dale was working on with anti-gravity craft, I think it follows along the same thing. Uh, you can go back to the Nazis with the Deglaka and different things like that that they made, mm -hmm. um, which also they were highly involved with the occult. They didn't just wake up one day and say, hey, I'm going to try this, this, and this. Um, there was a basis. They went in there and they performed rituals to get the information to be able to, to practice that. When you talk to someone who has worked in a deep underground military base, which we have, we've interviewed people, uh, they talk about different classes of entities. None of that is really mentioned in 6751. It's more so an overall summarization of what's going on. Now, there were some information about traveling through the dimensions. There's some very fascinating you know, tidbits in this document. Uh, and we, we don't really go too deep into the document other than referencing it in the film because we had to go through, you know, we've got over 300 declassified documents in our collection right now, all pertaining to aliens, UFOs, uh, extrasensory perception, psychic activity that they're training people to operate in. The federal government has been training people in the occult since the 40s, training them in how to operate in occult magic and occult sciences. Everything our Bible tells us is absolutely forbidden. Our federal government has been a part of this since the 40s. And I want to add, back in the 40s, they still promoted the idea of a Christian nation of America. Yet behind the scenes, it just goes to show that, our, that the people in charge of our government have been pacifying the society since the beginning. And I, I just I don't understand how people could be so, you know, so blinded. We present the information. This is what they said in the 40s, and it's only gotten worse over the years. Now, let me just draw us into this other area real fast. This group, the Collins Elite, they really wanted to 
create, how can I put this? They wanted to create some type of resistance, non-aggressive, of course, non-aggressive resistance. That's what I, I seem, I understand that from my studies. That's what I believe. They wanted a non-aggressive resistance to what was taking place because they saw that when a, when a man or a group of men began to communicate with these, these entities, the hunger for power gets greater and greater and greater. And then you're no longer trying to get answers. You're now wanting to ask them to give you blessings. You're now getting technology and information from these entities and you're utilizing it in the way that you structure your government moving forward. And you would say, well, why, why would these entities need the government? It's not a matter of them needing the government. It's a matter of setting up the scene for the end times deception where the antichrist is going to unite the governments of the world. It's all part of their long game. They've been working on this since the beginning of time. It didn't work at the Tower of Babel. The Lord ended it quickly. You know, but here we are today. Where are we today and, and what happened between then and now? Well, what we find out is that one of our contacts, Standeo, who, by the way, Tom Horn gave us a, a great uh, endorsement of Standeo. Tom Horn, before his house burned down uh, years ago, he had this, this big newspaper article from the UK. And standing on the cover uh, with these other elite doctors and scientists, it's Standeo. And they're giving him credit in the UK, public knowledge that he's working on anti-gravity craft. Now, the film that we did called The Hollow Earth Chronicles, we did a whole segment in that film on Operation High Jump. This was a joint task force between the Americans, uh, American government, the British government, and the Australian government, uh, headed by the US and, and Admiral Byrd. They go down to Antarctica and what turns into a UFO battle and their big plan got cut in half and they had to come home early because we lost men, we lost ships. Uh, there's stories of, of UFOs coming up out of the water and, and just cutting ships in half with laser. I mean, just crazy stuff that, that you only see in movies. What's fascinating about this is that this was a joint task force with those same three governments that are now working together with Standeo, the British, the American, and the Australians working together on alien technology yet again Years after Operation High Jump happened, Stan Deo was working as a secret agent for the FBI in Australia inside of the deep underground military bases. And he said while he was in the program, he knew about the deal with Eisenhower. He knew in the program that President Eisenhower had made a deal with what they called alien entities. I believe that the evidence points to two events taking place, and these two events happened one year apart. Uh, the first one happened at Edwards Air Force Base, where Eisenhower disappears, and they call it a media blackout. It was kind of similar to when Hillary Clinton and President uh, Obama disappeared and were at the Bilderberg meeting, mm -hmm. but nobody knew where they were, and it was called a media blackout. People freaked out, right? Well, something similar happened here, where Eisenhower is no longer on radar and they come back later and say oh well he had a dental emergency and so he had to go seek private dental you know dental care now that happened and then a year later we have the holloman air force base event now the thing about the holloman event was that people were there who witnessed it holloman is where they were out on the landing strip and you had ufos landing meeting with him a meeting took place with eisenhower and others and then those ufos took off now there were eyewitnesses who have come forward uh, i was just talking about this with chad riley because he found some videotapes from the 90s this is before the internet was was you know doing its thing in the 90s there were videos that were recorded you know old vhs tapes of some of these uh, disclosure type 
engagements. I don't know what you want to call it, but these are men that were there. They were there. They're decorated wow. men from the government, and they're now speaking out that yes. UFOs were landing and taking off at Holloman Air Force Base and I believe it was 1955. We do know that things began to be more apparent after Babylon working and therefore there were more uh, things taking place where there was people seeking the entity. So what I believe happened was that the uh, the rift was open, you know, the, the tear in the space-time continuum, if you will, a portal, Stargate was opened and the government got involved, the feds got involved. Once they began to communicate with the entities, there was now a relationship being built and it was no longer shock value that there are these entities who want to work with us. So I think that that was definitely an open door, no pun intended, for those entities to now be communicating with President Eisenhower years later, not too many years later, but a few years later, they're now meeting with Eisenhower. Uh, and so the story goes like this. We're on the road trip, we're driving out to meet with Ray Boucher who was contacted by the Department of Defense. This is really important. This is, I mean, this is one of those like haymakers. The information that he gives us that we, you know, he presented his full disclosure in our film, Higher Entities. But we're driving there, we're having a discussion, and we decided let's just go ahead and let, let's, let's run some cameras, you know, while we're driving and, and, and talking. So we set up, you know, we set up our production stuff in, in, you know, in Darren's SUV, we're driving down the road, and we have this conversation about this Eisenhower deal. See, what I had heard and researched was a little different than what Darren had picked up in his research. And this is one of those, those scenes in the movie where it's just like, wow, like the stuff that came out was so organic and unbelievable. Apparently, there were two events that happened, and a lot of people blur them. A lot of people will mix it up uh, with the Edwards Air Force Base and the Holloman. They're two separate events a year apart. That's so important. But the idea was is that the gray aliens on record met with Eisenhower and then you had this other group of entities known as like the Tall Whites or the Nordics. They met with Eisenhower separately and they warned him. They said, you do not ever want to make a deal with the gray aliens. They are deceptive. They are very deceptive. All they want to do is deceive you and enslave you. They're demonic, basically. They, I don't think they use the word demonic, right? Because they're all demonic. But <laughs> they were warning Eisenhower never to enter into a covenant with the grays. Well... They were the good guys, the greys were the bad guys. This is fascinating because if you fast forward into this idea of a coming deception, they had to already set the groundwork to create a good alien, bad alien, good cop, bad cop. Because what we're dealing with here is a bunch of liars. You know, Satan's a liar, his demons are liars. Uh, that's why when someone starts playing with a Ouija board, their grandmother starts talking to them. Well, it's not your grandmother, bro. Yeah. That's a demon. Yeah. That's an entity who wants to deceive you. Sure. They want to, to steal to kill and to destroy. That's biblical. And we're also told as Christians, we've got to be vigilant and we've got to be sober-minded because Satan is our adversary. And the word Satan, the name Satan isn't really a name. We, you know, we have this misconception that Satan, you know, the devil, the red pitchfork. And in reality... Okay, before we go further, um, what he was talking about with the meeting with Eisenhower, I've covered that. Now, that's called the Grieta Treaty. Now, I know I've referred to it as the Grenada. I believe it's the Grieta Treaty. Either way, if you put Grenada or Grieta in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, you're going to find it. Okay, there's very few people that have ever talked about this treaty, which is really the found. It, it, after this treaty was was signed between Eisenhower and, and these uh, alien whatever entities as they were posing, uh, this is when we start to see the modern-day abduction phenomena go into gonzo hyperdrive. Up until that time, there wasn't a ton of UFO sightings and or alien abductions. That's because 
what Eisenhower did is in exchange for their advanced technology, and they only would give us, you know, like the dregs of their advanced technology. In exchange for that, our government came into a, a treaty with them and agreed that, okay, Mr. Satan, alien dude, you can go ahead and experiment on our population. You can abduct them uh, a certain percentage, um, not to exceed so much. Now, they far, far exceeded that because when you look at statistics, people, when quizzed privately, 2 to 3% of the population say that they've had abduction experiences in their lives. Now, this isn't something where you're going to see people going out on the highway and waving their arms and, and proudly proclaiming, I was alien abducted. This is mostly a badge of shame or dishonor on a lot of different levels. Think about it. I mean, not only the abduction thing, but now you're labeled for the rest of your life and, oh, you're one of them. And so, but when privately polled, people have said that it's 2 to 3% of the population. That's millions of and millions of people are they all lying we have to ask ourselves so but that phenomenon did not start happening in mass until this treaty was signed as far as my research indicates now i'm not saying there's not other treaties that might not we might not have entered into but it's around the same time that we start to see the whole ufo phenomenon explode and then also the alien abduction phenomenon ex explode and it's because what our government did to us well hey if they're if they're spraying us like cockroaches every single day via the chemtrailing and all the other nefarious putting fluoride in into the water system and chlorine when there's when there's i mean the fluoride's just ridiculous but there's much better ways you could sanitize the water you you could do you could do um use silver you could use um low levels of hydrogen peroxide you could use ozonation there's all kind of other ways that are far more effective than than chlorine or and then the fluoride's not even doing anything but destroying you all these things they're doing right now that are ongoing mass um killing and debilitating and creating cancer and all kind of mental problems uh, uh, like dementia and alzheimer's and and all the other things that are occurring from all the things the government's doing us why would it surprise you that they would have entered in to league with these you know supposed alien entities that are basically nothing more than demonic containers or containers for sometimes fallen angels probably to a certain extent and i've got into that in all my other previous studies on this so it shouldn't be of any surprise anyway i got into this in the exposing the strong delusion et aliens ufos nephilim and the greater treaty um and i did that all, all the way back in 2008 so i will post a link because it's about uh, that's about a six part teaching there where we talk about i'm not exactly sure what part but i'm going to go ahead and post a link or you can just can grenada or grieta at the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com okay let's get back to this you know, Hasatan is the enemy, the adversary. Mm. And so when we say Satan, it could actually be referring to the whole, the whole class, team yeah. of demons and entities, fallen angels. Uh, and so what we have is we have the fallen angels. And now it's my personal belief. Let me just lay this out real quick. It's my personal belief based on the book of Revelation and based on me using a calculator and understanding some definitions. I was able to calculate that if a third of the angels fell with Lucifer, 
with Satan, if a third, the Satan, right? Mm-hmm. If a third of them fell with him, and that's also based on another passage of a third of the stars uh, getting knocked down to earth. Um, if that passage means what we think it means, and if we understand it correctly, a third of the angels fell with Satan. And you can do your math and figure out that that equals somewhere between 30 to 50 plus million fallen angels on the surface of the earth. Now, out of that, some of them were put in chains. The Bible tells us this because some the ones that committed sexual sin, uh, the Genesis 6, mm-hmm. uh, they have been locked up in chains. Yes. We can read about this in Jude. Right. Uh, but the ones that are not locked in chains, just think about it, 30 to 50 plus million fallen angels on the face of the earth. Like that's... Uh, I made the comment recently. And he's not even talking about the demons, which are totally separate, which are the disembodied spirits of the giants and the Nephilim that were created during the flood that got, when they got flooded, all those disembodied spirits were roaming the earth. And now the book of Enoch explains that. And I'm not saying it's canon of scripture, but what I do believe it is, is an expanded view of Genesis six. That if you look in early antiquity, this is a commonly held belief system in the early church. They knew all this stuff. They knew about the Book of Enoch. It wasn't denigrated. But see, the modern-day cemetery system said, no, 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 that's, that's too um, radical. We, we've got to eliminate that. We've got to denigrate that. There's no way that... Even though the Bible refers to the Book of Enoch, it does. Talks about, there's, there's exact quotes from the Book of Enoch in the KJV Bible. Now, if you don't believe that, just key in Enoch or Book of Enoch in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com and listen to my teaching on it. And, and there's only one I really recommend, and I talk about it there. The one, only one version of it that, that I recommend. Um, it's got all the KJV cross-references. It's, all, it's awesome. But I don't consider it like canon of Scripture, like I'm going to quote from the Book of Enoch, like I would quote from the Bible. I don't do that. Uh, but I think there's a lot we can glean and a lot of clarification we can get. That that is more than the population of the largest state in America. I mean, these are the gods of the nations. These are the ones who have been worshipped throughout time. These are the ones um, of the nations who uh, they set up uh, the, the, the groves and the high places and offered sacrifices to them. Um, they've been pre- presenting themselves to humanity throughout time um, under different names, but under the same descriptions of their characteristics. So when you look at it in those kind of terms, and to also answer your question about the, um, are they otherworldly or interdimensional, um, through the document 6751, we did find that back in the 40s even, they were saying that they were interdimensional beings. So that will parallel with what scripture has to say of fallen angels. Um, With Job, for instance, uh, you have Job, and this kind of is a crossover between um, our first film, Hollow Earth Chronicles, and the, the latest higher entities. But in Job, you have, uh, now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came along, came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. So on one hand, you have him being able to present himself before the Lord, but he also is able to, and that's, that's the spiritual realm, that's the things that we can't access there's a barrier that's been put in place. Um, but Satan and these, these divine beings, uh, with the divine counsel, they were able to hold, hold a, an audience before the Lord. At the same time, Satan says here that he's allowed, or that he's been, um, he's been going to and fro in the earth and walking up and down in it. So that's an interdimensional feat. 
Uh, and, and by the way, Tom Horn, his brother-in-law was murdered. He worked at Los Alamos. This was the first time he ever told the story publicly. He never spoke this story publicly. Matter of fact, he told his sister that he would not disclose the full story while she was still alive. Yet here he is. He worked it out to tell us the story in our film. His brother-in-law worked for Los Alamos. And interestingly, he married his Tom's sister who had alien encounters from the time she was about 13 years old. Not only did she suffer uh, alien visitations and paralysis uh, as a child, her daughter... The next generation, when she entered into that age of puberty, she began to get attacked. And then her husband, this is where it gets crazy, he comes home one day. They start drinking, you know, knocking back a few. One thing leads to another, which I found out a lot of times when people start drinking, it, they're able to pull things out of the recesses that they would never talk about. So many stories of, of alien abductions and demonic activity people are willing to talk about after they have a few drinks. Things that are in those deep recesses come out. Now, I'm not saying that to recommend or to, to, you know, I'm just saying that a lot of the stories we find out about in our research comes from one guy having a few drinks and then just it just starts coming out. Wow. It's like the filter's gone. Long story short, and, and we give the full story in higher entities. It's a great story. Uh, I mean, not great as in good, but it's very fascinating. Um, he comes home, they, he and the wife start drinking, and uh, she decides she's going to share some of her childhood history with him that he didn't know about. And if I remember correctly how it all went down, he comes out and says, well, this is crazy because we're actually working with this type of stuff at Los Alamos. Now, he gives her information that we don't know, but he disclosed to her what he was doing in the alien base that the conspiracy theorists call an alien base. Uh, but now it doesn't really seem like a conspiracy theory anymore, because if it was just a theory, why would he have been killed 24 hours later? 24 hours after he shares what they were doing at Los Alamos, he disappears, no body found, nothing. They say that they've never seen him back in the offices, you know. Uh, so she reaches out and she's like, where's my, you know, my husband never came home from work. He left for work. He left our house. He drove, you know, he went to Los Alamos, but he never came home. Well, she now wants to get her benefits just to help pay for, you know, for all the expenses that he was, you know, he was bringing in money. He's no longer there, and he's been working hard. You know, there's pension and guarantees that, that she's supposed to get. They won't give her anything because there's no body. Without a body, there's no death certificate. Without a death certificate, there's no benefits. So she's working for the federal government as well. She starts rattling the cage high up, and finally, once she starts dropping information that's putting fear in people, they, in order to shut her up, finally say, okay, you know what? Here you go. Here's your benefits. Done. Now, that tells me that it's not a conspiracy theory. That there's actual fact to this, that there's alien activity, demonic activity going on at Los Alamos, and it was so serious that they would have had his house bugged, and that they were tracking every discussion he had in that house. And that was the thing, was he was working in the DUM, the Deep Underground Military Base. From my understanding, he was working there, and he told her what he was working on. We don't even know what that was. That's what's so fascinating about this story, is that we don't even know what he disclosed, but it was something so serious that 24 hours later, he's dead. Again, we're dealing with the fallout of what took place at the Babylon working. Babylon working changed everything. I believe that was uh, prophetic on the satanic timeline. That was a big deal. And so I do believe for a fact that Roswell was just another byproduct. And I also believe based on another FBI document that we have in our stack of over 300 is that uh, there were more than one craft and I believe I don't have the numbers in front of me but I want to say there was possibly nine bodies 
according to one declassified document. This is going to lead us right into Ray Boucher. Ray Boucher is now bringing all of this current. You know, we're no longer dealing with 1940s or 50s or 60s. We're dealing with, you know, our lifetime, and, and, and this is where it just hits home. Ray Boucher is, uh, is an ordained minister. He has uh, been a Baptist minister, a Lutheran minister, and he's also known as a Lutheran exorcist. Um, we're very particular about who we work with and who we yoke up with in ministry. And uh, after talking with Ray and looking into him, he is extremely biblically sound. His theology is right in line with scripture on all the majors that would, would matter. And so we, we did some homework on this guy. Tom Horn, Derek Gilbert, um, goodness, everybody that we talked to, people that I'm not even going to name, people that we talked to off the record, everybody kept saying, including Darren Geisinger and uh, Chad Riley, they all said, you got to talk to Ray Boucher. They said he was met with by two members of the Department of Defense uh, because of his unique background as a minister, as an exorcist, and as the head of MUFON for his state, uh, which is Nebraska. This is a guy who was heavily involved in the UFO community uh, back before the Internet was a thing. He would go to these meetings. He would read up. I mean, back then it was like, like a videotape. It was like $60, like a documentary videotape. You pay 60 I mean, these were the days before the internet, before YouTube. Uh, information was harder to get. But Ray Boucher was heavily involved in the UFO community back in the day. And so being the head of MUFON and also uh, for his state and also for being a, a minister and an exorcist and a UFO advocate, you know, a UFO truth advocate, uh, these two men contact him from the DOD. And they say, we really need to meet with you because of your unique standing we need to meet with you and we need your uh, basically we need you to consult with us about what some of this may be so he met secretly with these members of the department of defense and they told him that they were part of a non-existent group inside the dod working on government facilities paid for by taxpayer dollars and that they began to try to get answers to some of this stuff and they began to engage in occult rituals to communicate with these entities. Now, now let me explain this. If you don't feel like this is just a reoccurrence of, of, of the Collins elite, <laughs> I mean, this is the, but this is recent. This, this is happening in the modern time period. Um, he says that their bigger group was, was engaging in, in what he called satanic rituals. And he even said that the DOD contacts hinted at human sacrifice being done on the taxpayer dollar behind closed doors on government facilities. He said they started off with, we just want to get answers. And he says, and that turned into a, we can do better mentality. We can do more than this. We can go above and beyond. This is the same story you see when you're watching movies about famous drug dealers. Oh, we can do better mentality. Starts off, they're just selling a little dope. And before you know it, they're a kingpin and they just want more and more and more. It's not that they need it anymore, but it's that we can do better mentality. We can't leave well enough alone. To quote Karate Kid, we cannot leave well enough alone and we can do better and we're going to do better and we're going to get more technology, we're going to get more information, we're going to get more power and we're going to rise up by the power of the entities. And so Ray Boucher explained to them that yes, this stuff was extremely demonic, that yes, you guys, y'all had a good idea, basically your instincts were correct. This is demonic and you don't need to be doing it. Uh, they knew that was the case, but they needed someone they could talk to, such as Ray Boucher with his unique background. And so he was able to, to meet with them. And I believe they met twice. They had some phone conversations. But the thing is, is Ray wouldn't meet with us originally. 
he didn't want to talk to anybody. He he's a very friendly guy. He you know he he was willing to just be cordial and hello you know nice to meet you. But when we told him we wanted him on camera and that we wanted to meet with him, it was like well. I could probably work with you guys at some point, he says, but I'm really busy. It's kind of like the nice way of saying, sorry, can't help you. Uh, we continued to, to try to reach out to him. Uh, we began our investigation. We talked with Tom Horn and Derek Gilbert and these others. Derek Gilbert told us to go listen to an interview he did uh, with a podcast. Uh, Dr. Future, I think, was the name of the show. And we listened to it. And at the very beginning of the podcast, the guy says, wow, we've been trying to schedule this with you for over a year and you're finally coming on to talk with us. So I imagine Ray Boucher is extremely careful. He's very standoffish. He wants to protect his family. He doesn't want to get involved in something he shouldn't be. And so I, 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 I just kind of wrote it off that he's not going to meet with us. And we're probably going to have to just go ahead and end this, uh, this project early. He finally comes through and says, okay, I'll do it. But... I'm not going to tell you where we're going to meet or what time we're going to meet. He says, plan on coming down and getting a hotel in the big city close by. So we did. We went down. We got a hotel in the, in the big city. Uh, and it was a big city, by the way. This, this city was booming and busy. I mean, crazy busy the whole time we were there. Uh, we didn't know until the morning of what time we were going to meet and the fact that he was going to come to us at our hotel room. That's how secretive he is. And just to add a little bit of uh, mystery to the situation... Shortly after we got done releasing this this film, uh, I get word that Ray Boucher has been diagnosed with some strange, rare kind of cancer. So I say that to ask people to be praying for him. Uh, one of the uh, bonus nuggets that we released in higher entities was there was a, a guy who had very high security clearance. I believe it was a lieutenant colonel. I forget. Chad Riley knows. It, it was his contact. It wasn't our contact. And by the way, let me just give a quick shout out to Chad Riley. He's the guy who fishes, he fishes up these documents that nobody's ever heard of. Nice. Like, we are blessed to have, people are like, how do you even get some of this information? Well, we've got a guy on our team named Chad Riley, and he has a skill to where he fishes up these rare documents from the FBI vault that nobody's ever heard of. And so it's a blessing to have him on board, and he's also our co-producer. So having Chad on board, because uh, somebody's going to wonder, how, how did you find document 6751? It, it was downloaded. You can only download it like if you don't know how to find it. You got to download it in a thick packet called the UFO packet number one, uh, which, by the way, is available on the the FBI vault. The same FBI vault where they admitted that Hitler was alive in Argentina after World War II. Yep. People ask where we got that document that we showed in the Hollow Earth Chronicles. Well, we got it from the FBI. While I was doing a, an interview with Gon Shimura on Face Like the Sun YouTube channel, he goes to pull up the document. His IP address is blocked from accessing that document. He had to go in and change his settings live on the recording that we did. He had to change his browser settings just to access 6751. Now, I don't want to digress. This is so important. Um, we're dealing with this idea of government agencies doing anything it takes to keep you from getting the Easter egg. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. They're trying to hide their Easter eggs. And so what happened here was uh, Chad's contact his name is Greg Rinrich. He has the, the above. Okay, it's Greg Rinchinch. And this is the, the uh, colonel. This is also known as Colonel SC. This is the colonel that I went and stayed with for five days. I think it was like 2007, November, maybe 2008, probably 2007. Uh, yeah, it's probably 2007. It was after I did my tour. I sent him a tape of the uh, Avion Flute tour I did in Prophecy Club. 
And as soon as he got it, he called me. I guess as soon as he got it, he called me. And he's like, come up. You can come stay with me in my house. Probably one of the craziest things I've ever done in my life. Because this guy had basically been, you know, guarding the Dulce base. Guarding S4, which is even the more secretive part of S4. Uh, we were talking... This guy, when he did his original interview with Daniel Truott, it was the one of like the number one ever alternative media programs that had ever debuted. I mean, they had millions of downloads. I mean, crazy stuff. But as soon as I, I heard the interview, I'm like, I got to go see this guy. I got to go. And I mean, I was on a plane within, I don't know, one or two weeks. Spent five days with him and his wife in their house as a guest. Um, some miraculously crazy, amazing, insane stuff happened on that, um, on that trip. I'm telling you, I don't have time right now to, to get, because I'm almost out of time here, but that's who he's in reference to. Okay. And evidently the Colonel's still alive. Maybe I'll talk a little bit more about it in the next part. Uh, oh, anyway, um, crazy times. Top secret clearance, uh, Areas such as Groom Lake, Area 51, uh, a list. Chad breaks down the whole list and higher entities. And so Chad was in contact with him through our other mutual contact, Kay Carswell, who's a dear friend of ours. Kay has become friends with Greg Renrich. They've interviewed him. Uh, I don't know if they've interviewed him publicly. And again, it's Greg Renchinch. And he, um, I mean, it's, it's public knowledge. He lives in Boston, North Carolina, which is crazy enough is only an hour away from where I'm at now. Even though I haven't seen him since I moved up here. Um, and, uh, uh, it's, he also goes by Colonel S C like the capital S S is in Sam C is in cat. Okay. That's how he was originally, um, debuted. Just private, but, uh, he started to give Chad all this information that we were going to include in our film. And so the information was unbelievable and, I, and I'll give that information away here in a second, but I want to just say he was supposed to be in our film some point he just decides he's going to just fall off the face of the earth and mm -hmm. back out yeah. and so we're trying to get answers like what's going on with greg renrich i mean he was a prime interview it's, uh, that's yeah that doesn't surprise me maybe i'll get a little bit into it in the next part i don't want to speak ill of the colonel i don't i don't want to speak Ill. I, I i can't even imagine what he's been through from all the stuff that he told me but i can't even possibly comprehend it um just Oh, man, just a lot of mixed feelings. We needed him. This guy has been down in the underground bases with the entities. Yeah. See, Stan Deo didn't work directly with entities. His colleagues worked with the entities. Wow. So Stan's was hearsay, trustworthy hearsay, but he didn't work with the entities. This guy, Greg Renrich, worked in the base with entities that called themselves mm -hmm. the Nephilim. Yeah. They were nine, ten feet tall entities, mm -hmm. and they told him that they were preparing for an intergalactic war with God. Right. And that they were going to win. They believed they were going to win. Furthermore, now, the reason I played this this audio so long was to get to this point. And again, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to end this here real soon, and then I'll I'll talk a little bit more about it at the start of the next. Greg Renrich is on record saying that he had to sign an affidavit before he could go in this facility. That he wouldn't even use the name Jesus, yep. even as a cuss word, yes. in this deep underground military base, 
And this goes right back to what Joe Jordan says, is that all, hundreds of cases of alien abduction uh, completely halted at the yes. name of Jesus Amen. being proclaimed. Even Amen. if he stubbed his toe as a cuss word, he couldn't say Jesus. Oh, go Okay, so I, 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 have, I am probably more over on time than I've ever been on any teaching part ever. So God bless you, and we will see you in part two. I'll elaborate on this a little bit more.